Good morning! Welcome to Honey in the Rock, your daily dose of inspiration and encouragement. We look forward to having you on the show. This morning's episode is titled, Be Strong and Do It. It shall be focused on 1 Chronicles chapter 28. Before we begin, we'll begin with the word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you as we read here to see that David is instructing Solomon and he tells him that the Lord God, he searcheth all hearts and he understands the imagination of men. Oh Father, to see David instruct Solomon to follow in the ways of the law of God for therein lied his success and his protection. And he also instructed the rest of the Israelites, Father, to follow your word that they may be established in the land that you gave them. Oh, Father, the same goes for us as we march towards the millennium. If we follow your word, we shall see of that good land. Help us to be faithful until that day. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Up next, we shall listen to First Chronicles chapter 28. Chapter 28 And David assembled all the princes of Israel, the princes of the tribes, and the captains of the companies that ministered to the king by course, and the captains over the thousands, and captains over the hundreds, and the stewards over all the substance and possession of the king, and of his sons, with the officers, and with the mighty men, and with all the valiant men unto Jerusalem. Then David the king stood up upon his feet, and said, Hear me, my brethren and my people. As for me, I had in mine heart to build an house of rest for the ark of the covenant of the Lord, and for the footstool of our God, and had made ready for the building. But God said unto me, Thou shalt not build an house for my name, because thou hast been a man of war, and hast shed blood. Howbeit the Lord God of Israel chose me before all the house of my father to be king over Israel forever. For he hath chosen Judah to be the ruler, and of the house of Judah, the house of my father, and among the sons of my father he liked me to make me king over all Israel. And of all my sons, for the Lord hath given me many sons, he hath chosen Solomon my son to sit upon the throne of the kingdom of the Lord over Israel. And he said unto me, Solomon thy son, he shall build my house and my courts, for I have chosen him to be my son, and I will be his father. Moreover, I will establish his kingdom forever, if he be constant to do my commandments and my judgments as at this day. Now therefore, in the sight of all Israel, the congregation of the Lord, and in the audience of our God, keep and seek for all the commandments of the Lord your God, that ye may possess this good land, and leave it for an inheritance for your children after you forever. And thou, Solomon, my son, know thou the God of thy father, and serve him with a perfect heart and with a willing mind. For the Lord searcheth all hearts, and understandeth all the imaginations of thy thoughts. If thou seek him, he will be found of thee. But if thou forsake him, he will cast thee off forever. Take heed now, for the Lord hath chosen thee to build an house for the sanctuary. Be strong and do it, 
Then David gave to Solomon his son the pattern of the porch, and of the houses thereof, and of the treasuries thereof, and of the upper chambers thereof, and of the inner parlors thereof, and of the place of the mercy seat, and the pattern of all that he had by the Spirit, of the courts of the house of the Lord, and of all the chambers round about, of the treasuries of the house of God, and of the treasuries of the dedicated things, also for the courses of the priests and the Levites, and for all the work of the service of the house of the Lord, and for all the vessels of service in the house of the Lord. He gave of gold by weight, for things of gold, for all instruments of all manner of service, silver also, for all instruments of silver by weight, for all instruments of every kind of service, even the weight for the candlesticks of gold, and for their lamps of gold, by weight for every candlestick, and for the lamps thereof, and for the candlesticks of silver by weight, both for the candlestick, and also for the lamps thereof, according to the use of every candlestick. And by weight he gave gold for the tables of showbread, for every table, and likewise silver for the tables of silver. Also pure gold for the flesh hooks and the bowls and the cups. And for the golden basins he gave gold by weight for every basin, and likewise silver by weight for every basin of silver. And for the altar of incense, refined gold by weight, and gold for the pattern of the chariot of the cherubims, that spread out their wings and covered the ark of the covenant of the Lord. All this, said David, the Lord made me understand in writing by his hand upon me, even all the works of this pattern. And David said to Solomon his son, Be strong and of good courage and do it. Fear not, nor be dismayed, for the Lord God, even my God, will be with thee. He will not fail thee, nor forsake thee, until thou hast finished all the work for the service of the house of the Lord. And behold, the courses of the priests and the Levites, even they shall be with thee for all the service of the house of God. And there shall be with thee for all manner of workmanship every willing, skillful man, for any manner of service, also the princes and all the people will be holy at thy commandment. Up next, we shall listen to a sermon by Reverend William Branham titled Questions and Answers Part 2. This was preached in 1964 on August the 23rd in the evening. We'll begin at paragraph 244 up to paragraph 275. I trust you find it to be a blessing. Oh, what a time that'll be. And there Jesus will sit on the throne. And out from under the throne will flow the river of life, trinkling down these four walls into little chasms and into little branches and come form up a river. Down through by the city, it'll go right down through the streets like that. And on each side stands the trees of life that'll bear uh, change their fruit ever, every 30 days. Oh, what a city. And remember... God, the Creator that created the heavens and earth, is in glory right now preparing that city. Amen. Abraham looked for it. He left his home. He separated everything that was dear to him. And looking for why he was a prophet. And being a prophet, he was connected with the Spirit and part of the Spirit. And something told him within him, there is a city. And he started looking for it. He said, I'm a pilgrim, a stranger. I'm looking for a city whose builder and maker is God. He knew that city was somewhere. Oh, my. 
And I believe that right on the grounds where he looked for it, right there in Palestine, there's where it'll raise up. For it's on Mount Zion. That's where she'll be. Look where she'll stretch out into the, into the sea from sea to sea. Think of that 1,500-mile city sitting out there on the mountains of the Lord. <laughs> oh, that'd be wonderful. And the lion and the lamb shall lay down together. The lion will eat straw like the bullock. And the bear will be gentle and the wolf will be tame. <laughs> what a time it will be. Nothing shall hurt or destroy. Everything will be in peace and love. There will be no more old age. There will be no more sickness, no more dying. Folks, this is not some Santa Claus story, some mythical something. It's written in the Word and never has the Word failed. And to think of the very promise of not back in a Bible day, but in this day. The day that God, today, not one iota has ever failed of His Word. Oh, I'm bound for that city. I love it, don't you? No, I, a brother, sister, it's, it's 20 after 9. I know I got some friends here from way down in Kentucky. I know I got friends here from different parts of the country. If you want to stay all night, I'll pay for your room. I told you you had dinner waiting for you and pay for your motel if you want to stay. And the only thing you have to do is see them back there and I'll sure do it. I'll do anything I can to help you. I love you. I don't mean to answer these questions maybe sometimes contrary. If you don't believe it, that's perfectly all right. I want you to love me just the same because God knows I do you that way. I only answer these questions the best of mine. I might have been wrong in some of them, friends, but it wasn't willfully wrong. If I'd had about six or eight questions so I could just stay right with them and just explain it right down. But I, instead of running all through them now, I have a few of them about marriage and divorce. I just had thought I'd answer a few of them. I couldn't find them more laying here picking them up. But I got some very important questions here. Very important questions. I want to answer them for you if I can. Now, if you're living around here close, call Billy Wednesday. I'll know by then whether I'll be back. I'll pray this week. But I've got a lot of private interviews or oh, a pile about like that. And i got nearly that many in Arizona to make one of these days when I can. And it's people who are really sick. Some of them have got problems and they just don't know what to do. Husbands and wife with problems. And some of these sure had to be turned to private interviews because I could not read it right out what the people said in here about their marriage affair and things like that. And I had Billy just to go back and find out who they are and, and call them and tell them we'll just put them on interview so I can talk to them. I'm very serious. And it's questions that should be answered. I'm here to try to help you. Because I love you. You're my children that I have begotten to Christ. I claim every one of you. I claim you tonight. I claim you all the time. I always claim you. And that is my brother and sister. You're my children. I, I'm your father in the gospel. Not father as it would be a priest. I'm, I'm your father in the gospel, as Paul said there. I have begotten you to Christ, and I, I espouse you to Christ. That's engage you to Christ as a chaste virgin. Don't let me down. Don't let me down. You stay a chaste virgin. How will I do it, Brother Bram? Stay right with the Word. Live clean and pure. Have nothing to do with the things of the world. If the love of it's in your heart, say, Oh, Jesus, please take that away from me. I don't want to be like that. I don't mean just to be some person that's uh, say this. Uh, I mean to be a genuine believer. Believe Jesus Christ and live for Him every day. Don't do no evil. Now, a lot of times I speak of Calvinistic belief. Now, don't think that that lets you loose to do anything you want to. 
the fellow the other day. I said, did you go to church? He said, I went hunting. A man's wife come to me. And she was coming from the laundry mat on Sunday. And I said, uh, why didn't you go to church? She said, I've done my washing. I said, you shouldn't have done that. Well, she said, I'm not an old legalist. I said, but I thought you were a Christian. See? I said, did you know you're putting a stumbling block in somebody's way? See? I said, I, I, I believe this. I don't have to do those things. I'm not a legalist. Well, look, my brother, sister. Look here. Paul said, if eating meat puts a stumbling block in my brother's way, I'll eat no more meat as long as the world stands. And I think it'd be a whole lot better. Now, you say, Brother Bram, you hunt. Did you ever hunt on Sunday? Let me tell you something. Now, I'm not patting myself to the back of this. But I'm, I'm not a Sabbatarian now. I believe the Holy Spirit is our Sabbath. I believe that. But I believe we should honor that resurrection as a memorial. That's a memorial. That I, if you honor any day, honor that resurrection. Now, there's no law on keeping any certain day because you enter into the Sabbath, the peace when you enter into Him. Uh, I've got that question here to answer pretty soon, anyhow, if the Lord willing, about what is the Sabbath day. And I'll explain it, God willing. And now, notice... Remember this. See, when I was a little boy, right up here where Ike's lived on the road, I was about 14 years old. I was trapping for a living. The only thing I had to help get bread in our house was catching skunks, muskrats, possums. I loved trapping. And I had to do it. I'd go to school smelling like a skunk. And I, I had only one pair of clothes, and that's all I could wear. That's all I had. Mom would take them off and... Wash them, put them back on. Now that's how I went to school. Little boy. But I stand up there one night. I said, I got them traps set up there around Wathens up above that. I leave every morning by 2 o'clock with a lantern to run these traps and get back in time to go to school. I catch a rabbit. I got 15 cents out of it. I get a box of shells out of that. And maybe that killed three or four rabbits. What we didn't have to make some biscuits and rabbits while uh, gravy for supper. I'd sell the other and maybe get enough to get some bread or some meal or some flour to make gravy with. I don't know where you had to live like that or not. I'd set trot lines on the river, go down and get them fish and sell them for 10 cents a pound, set my trot lines. I didn't have no boat. I'd swim out with a log, get in the river and it's still cold, put my bucket of bait out here on the log and to paddle and paddle out there. I got my naked potty in the river and run this, have me a string on this side, tie my fish up, them old catfish finning me in the lake going along like that and put my bait on. But look, a many a night have I went out in that river at 11 o'clock and shake every piece of bait off that line. If I couldn't catch enough in six days, I didn't want the one come on the seventh. I stood there in the rain one night. I can just see myself yet standing leaning against. I was a sinner. I stand leaning against the post like it's the door. Oh, it was pouring down rain. Pretty near 11 o'clock, I said, I'll be late tonight. But I'm going to spring every one of those traps. I won't catch him on the Sabbath. I said, I won't, I won't set them traps. God honored that. I remember the time when I always wanted, I always, all my life, wanted to be a hunter. My grandfather was, you know, my grandmother come off the reservations. She drawed a pension. I just love outdoors. And I remember I always wanted, I, I just wanted all my life, thought if I could ever get enough money that I could own a 30-30 rifle. If I could ever do it. Then I'd get a bunch of traps. I'd go to the mountains. I let the rest of the world go by. 
I thought maybe sometime if I'll take my 22 and practice to be a good shot, some hunter sometime will want me to go along. If I get to be a pretty good shot, he'll let me go along for his protection. I'll get to go hunting. I look hanging on my walls, and the best rifles that money can buy hangs there. I can loan people rifles to go hunting. He lets me go into the mountains and preach to some of the best guides there is in the world, takes me hunting free. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound. Uh, even this morning, an old deer hunter here somewhere with a 35 Remington. I didn't really need the rifle, but he put his arm around me and said, He's getting too old to hunt. I want to give him my rifle. I thought of that when I was a little boy. How if I'd ever thought I'd owned a rifle like that? Oh my, what it would have been. And now I just think hanging there on my wall. Fine rifles, places to go hunting. I remember going out and the boys would buy ice cream cone. And sometimes some of them would have an extra nickel and they'd buy me one. My, I couldn't buy them one back. I thought if I, and they sometimes used to buy these old what we call mudlark hamburgers. Don't know where you all remember of some of you old timers. You get it for nickel, a whole lot of fried onions with it. Oh, I love those things. A little kid we didn't have. This cornbread and molasses, you know how it is to eat. Now, somebody buy me one of them hamburgers, boy, I'd lick my fingers where I held it. It was, it was, it tastes so good. And I thought, boy, that man, if I could only buy him a hamburger. And now I can buy a church their supper. I remember all those things, and where did it come from? The grace of God. Nothing that I did. I remember going down the street here, and I talked to somebody. My father, you all know it. He drank, he made whiskey, and, I, and nobody had nothing to do with me. I'd go down the street and try to talk to him, and I still meet that man today. Try to talk to somebody. If there's nobody else to talk to, they'd stand, yeah, mm-hmm. See, I was a Branham. So I'd feel real bad and turn around and walk away. I'm not guilty of that. I didn't do what my daddy did. I never drank in my life. Why do I have to stand that? Now I was telling the wife here not long ago, I almost have to stay out of town. God has done been good to me. I thought over there where he told Nathan, sitting there one time, Nathan, David said, Is it right for me to live in a house of cedar, the ark of my God under a tent out there coming? Nathan, the prophet, said, David, do all's in your heart because God's with you. The prophet made a mistake, not willingly. That night the Lord comes to the prophet and said, Go tell my servant David. I took him from that sheep coat, herding them few sheep out there. And I'll give him a name like great man that's in the earth. Never said he'd give him the greatest name. He just give him a name like great man that was in the earth. I've done all these things for you, David. I've cut off your enemies wherever you went. I've been beside you. I've never failed you. And I won't fail you. But I can't let you build a city. I thought of that, of a place now where God has helped me and let me know great man. Let me go around the world and people from around the world calling to come pray for them and sick people and wanting a few minutes with you where just a few years ago they wouldn't even turn their turn their head to see me on the street wow. now the businessman prosper by the people that are bring into the city and have here through their food and their motel bills and things like that uh, going to the motels and around in the city and things like that and people who pump and didn't love me at all nobody had any use for me and now uh, by the help of God I believe that I'm directing the bride of Jesus Christ as we get towards the end of this episode, we end with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word, Lord, and who is like unto thee, O Lord, among the gods. And as we see David instructing 
his people and his son, how you had given him the design of the temple by inspiration. We thank you, Father, that when you give a burden to a man to do a job, you also give him an inspiration and an anointing for how to carry out that job. We thank you, Lord, that you sent us a messenger in our time and you gave him an anointing and an inspiration for how to do the job. Father, as, as the scriptures tell us, as it was in the days of Lot, so shall it be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. And so, Father, we know that we have lived during this time and the completion of time. And help us, Father, to be faithful witnesses. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to Honey in the Rock, your daily dose of inspiration and encouragement. We hope to continue to earn your viewership throughout the year as we read the Bible from cover to cover. To make this a better listening experience for you, would really appreciate your feedback. So please email us at honeyintherock2020 at gmail.com. We also have accounts on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So please follow us, share our pages, and subscribe. Now we'll leave you with the parting song. God richly bless you.